Namaste everyone. Welcome to the Charvak Podcast. This is your host Kushal Mehra. All right, time to talk about a book again. Today we are talking to Abhas Maldahiar and we are going to be discussing his book, Hashtag. This is the first book that I have hashtag aa hai. Lagta hai. Hashtag Modi again. Why Modi is right for India and ex-communist manifesto. Abhas, welcome. Thank you, Kushal Bhai. Uh, good good evening to everyone and uh, it's my pleasure to be on your podcast i have been a keen observer of your podcast i do watch it regularly and it's one of the great savior in bangalore traffic to me so, <laughs> 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 you know i have to admit uh, i have been to bangalore recently for the ideas india conclave and uske pehle, saal pehle gaya tha. every time i go to bangalore the weather is beautiful but man the traffic sucks and it is worse than bombay before anyone says ki mumbai se bangalore ka traffic better hai, bhai, i am not in agreement <laughs> bangalore traffic is at another level mother yeah. there is traffic everywhere over there <laughs> yeah, yeah. And in fact, I was I first thought that I will take the podcast going back home. Then I thought that I not So that's why I stayed back at office and let's do this. Okay, Abbas, this is your first time on the podcast. So I'll request because, uh, you know, uh, maybe a lot of the listeners and the viewers of the podcast may not be, uh, you know, may not know about you. So just for that sake, can you tell everybody a little bit about yourself, yeah. your background and everything? Yeah, to uh, yeah. So if I put it uh, very smooth, uh, very very in a very summarized form, then I would say that I call myself a amateur history researcher uh, because uh, I because I don't consider myself to be a trained historian. So I always uh, better safe to call yourself amateur history researcher. And at the same time, professionally, I do work as an architect and urban designer and. Uh, I was part of a certain stretch of Namami Gange project as well. Uh, so I had designed a few of the spaces while I was working for a firm. And um, I do take a lot of interest in looking into anything which is related to the past. Uh, and uh, I'm very fond of taking the opinions which don't really go in line with thoughts which I have currently. So it gives me even more food for the thought and more constructs can be created. And um, so far, I have written um, three books, of which two were fiction. Uh, one was written quite early when I was 19 years old. That was called Restart, an architect's journey to the parliament house. And um, a second book was called Crossing the Line. Both these works were fiction. And the third one was uh, came in 2019. Uh, it is called Hashtag Modi Again, an ex-communist manifesto. And currently, I'm working on three projects parallelly, uh, as in book. So uh, there's one humongous project on uh, the, the Mughals, so, who actually should not be called Mughals because they themselves didn't call themselves Mughals. They were called Timurids. They themselves called themselves the Timurids. Uh, so it's a six-book series. The first book is uh, would be out for pre-order anytime soon. The copy editing is on. And uh, other project, which is uh, again on the publisher desk, is on Gandhi assassination. That's a book. Uh, yeah. So, uh, uh, yeah, so those are the things uh, briefly about me. And yeah, I see your interest in everything related to science, maths, and of course, history. So, okay, so you're someone who, again, you know, this is the story of what I loosely call the non-left writing space in India. Most of us, I am in the speaking space and listening space, but most of us come from professional backgrounds. We were doing something else in our life, but 
as they say whatever was happening around us in the popular discourse or in the academia would listen to things and then digest them and imbibe certain quote unquote truths in quotes iske liye maine quotes mein likha but then always all of us growing up you know we lived this dual life where we would hear these things and then we would have our parents saying certain things to us this has been the story of every fa- every young indian kid most of the time and and i guess everybody's journey but your journey is interesting because in your book you start with you know your family and and a lot of things now like uh, okay i have seen leftists in my life but you seem to be the man who went the whole hog you were a communist matlab you were leftist on steroids as they say <laughs> so ye ye communist kahan se ban gaye bhai so uh, kushal bhai the uh, and uh, i must set the context where uh, in a very initial phase so that people can really get it that how the things were happening because i come from a very small town called hazaribagh hazaribagh is in jharkhand uh, jiske mp hamare yashwant sinha hua karte the the famous yashwant sinha who used to head the ramnami julus very famous ramnami julus of hazaribagh Mm-hmm. Uh, i couldn't believe my eyes uh, looking at what was happening for me but uh, that's a different thing so and uh, i grew up in a very multicultural kind of setup so uh, the, the morning would happen where uh, there's just um, uh, every sunday morning i will walk down to a church which would be some 500 meters or say half a kilometer from my house and then there would be a uh, darga which is around uh, say uh, kilometer and a half so every friday my father will take me there and wo ek journey tha pure week ka that you have to go in front of the dargah wahan pe jaake chadar bichhate the fir ab church ja rahe ho and then of course jaise in our hindu tradition so called the vogue hindu tradition you are always taught that all the religions are same and they lead to one same truth and sab kuch same hai wahan pe and uh, uh and you suddenly if you are not embedded too much into a tradition to kai bar aap uske value bhi kai bar samajh nahi pate ho aur aur aisa hota hai ki hamare tradition mein jaise aapki dadi puja kar rahi hai ya koi kuch pad raha hai puja paath ho rahi hai to uske rational aspects ko kai bar explain nahi kiya jata hai har cheez hoti hai ki bhagwan ki cheez ho usme beech mein mat bolo तो अब जब लेकिन जब आप अपने मुस्लिम फ्रेंड्स या फिर क्रिश्चियन फ्रेंड्स या और दूसरे पंथ के फ्रेंड्स के इंटरेक्ट करते हो दे हैव अ वेरी स्ट्रॉन्ग लॉजिक एंड रैशनल टू वट दे हैव सीन या उनके जो भी ट्रेडिशन हो तो उसको कहीं ना कहीं वो जस्टिफाई करने की कोशिश करते थे और वहाँ से बेस ऑफ फाउंडेशन रेडी हो चुका था और माई फादर इज अस्टोरियन सो एंड ऑफकोर्स फादर बींग अस्टोरियन गेव द होल आर्यन इन्विजन थियरी से बहुत सारी चीज़ें शुरू होती थी लेकिन एक बड़ा इंटरेस्टिंग एस्पेक्ट था कि दिन भर में वो वो जो फॉर्मल एकेडमिया है उनका वो दैट वुड कम सॉरी आई फॉरगॉट जनरली इट्स टोल्ड दैट आई हैव टू स्पीक इन हिंदी सो मैंने ऐसा कुछ नहीं है हिंदी और इंग्लिश दोनों बोलो कुछ फर्क नहीं पड़ता ओके सो सो या माय फादर वुड गिव मी दिस फॉर्मल एकेडमिक थिंग ऑफ आर्यन इनवेजन एंड इंद्र वाज आर्यन एंड वन ऑफ द किंग हु केम सो ऑल दोस काइंड ऑफ थिंग्स एंड देन in the night we would go on the terrace and then we see the saptarishi then he will tell me the story related so there was all sorts of mix and matches of uh, various kind of ideas which were flowing 
बट जब आप फोर्टीन फिफ्टीन को के आसपास पहुंचते हो और यू आर जस्ट लुकिंग टू फाइंड द रैशनल लॉजिक्स एंड यू आर अ पर्सन हु इज नॉट रेडी टू एक्सेप्ट एनीथिंग व्हिच कैन बी गिवन विद सर्टेन विदाउट लॉजिक यू आर नॉट गोना एक्सेप्ट एनीथिंग सो कहीं ना कहीं आप हिंदू ट्रेडिशन से यू स्टार्ट जस्ट आप उससे दूर भागने लगते हो क्योंकि आपके पास लॉजिक नहीं है रैशनल नहीं है एंड the moment i entered into the architecture school not many people are aware but architecture school is a great hub of a lot of communist ideas left leaning ideas and of course the communist ideas architecture school yeah that okay, is okay. I, we need to talk a... about this nahi main dekho yeah. bhai main koi architecture background nahi apne ko apan to kapde wale insaan apne ko kya pata hai sab magar please explain karo ye yeah. kya hota hai yeah so i i will certainly go into it so uh, so that's where uh, now i have come from a background jahan pe mix match of the culture hai i have failed to get a lot of logic and rationals from my hindu tradition and i am the one who has declared that all those things are superstition chahe wo havan ho raha whether it's havan uh, any kind of tradition everything is very much of a superstition there is no logic no rational behind it but uh, you know and of course uh, there is one god jo monotheism ka concept hai that looks more रैशनल इस तरह के थॉट्स के साथ वी हैव आई हैव वॉक्ड एंड वंस आई कम टू द आर्किटेक्चर स्कूल इट्स अ प्लेस ऑफ एक्सट्रीम फ्रीडम ऑफ एक्सप्रेशन बिकॉज एनी डिजाइन स्कूल इफ यू कांट एक्सप्लोर इन टू मैक्सिमम फ्रीडम ऑफ एक्सप्रेशन यू कांट एक्सप्लोर इन टू मैक्सिमम फ्रीडम ऑफ स्पीच एंड योर डिजाइन विल नॉट स्पीक वैन यू आर यंग एंड फ्रेश एंड योर डिजाइन नीड्स टू बी एज वाइब्रेंट एंड एज मोर इमेजिनेटिव एज इट शुड बी to of course to get the credits and the, the, the get more cgp and the things but of course you want to be a great designer and uh, while the, the theory of design is being penetrated into your brain uh, the most of the literature which comes from it's uh, very much uh, based on the ideas laid down by lee kabuzier lee kabuzier for many people who don't know he is a man who had designed the city of chandigarh and uh, so we every architect wants to be just another lee kabuzier at least in my phase in 2006 to 11 when i was in architecture school so when you read the works of lee kabuzier so he was a architect who categorized his architecture works into and of course it was more on a modernist line so modernism was in vogue and concrete was his material uh, right he brought in concrete to a great effect and so and when the theory, in the theory of design then you get to read a lot of uh, art movements right you get to read about post modernism and uh, uh, while you are reading it and once you are start uh, Uh, peeling the layers you will read to uh, you will reach to the derrida as a concept of derrida and um, uh, of course many people see derrida just as a philosopher but architects draw a lot of inspiration from him and uh, whole idea of deconstructivism which is a very famous like um, there is a very famous architect called franco gehri uh, who built the walt disney's building uh, which people might have seen there wo disney ka jo ye logo mein ban kar ke aata hai so walt is the walt disney's building and there are many such structures uh yeah which uh, follow the ideas of deconstructivism then when you further unearth and go more deeper into it so you will at the these things will take you to uh, further studies uh, to the 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 communist ideas like the you, it all starts with the marx work and then you uh, tend to read more about uh, the the uh, the cultural marxism and then the postmodernism follows and the whole sequence is there so if you are interested into reading so all this literature just opens up in front of you and uh, so a person who has no uh, 
encounter with uh, the, the own traditional values. And suddenly all these literature have just poured in and he has found the rational into the monotheism and uh, the other faiths to some extent. And he has seen the Hindu tradition as so superstitious. So he automatically starts inclining towards the ideas which will lead him to become a communist. So the ideas are germinated. And uh, that was a phase in India. Uh, that phase, uh, India was under the churn because Congress was under the, the this uh, whole thing of corruption. The, the, uh, the bucket of corruption had just opened up. And... Uh, uh, the people oh, with uh, 2G scam, coal scam, yes, lot, lot, lots of things were just flowing in. And uh, for a person who has seen that uh, Hindu uh, Hinduism has uh, got a lot of vile and uh, not great ideas really come out from the Hindu school of thought. So Hindutva obviously was going to be uh, something to keep a distance from. And uh, so when you follow the line of communism, so it's more of an abuse against any idea, which is uh, so communism, I always have, now I realize that it's very much like a religious setup. If you uh, look at it, it's uh, very much based on an idea that, uh, you know, certain dictate and there's two principles, dialectic materialism and dialectic determinism, which really determines a lot of things. And uh, and in that, when I just zoom it down and make it very local in the nature, so Hindutva is something which you certainly need to despise. And so BJP was certainly not going to be something in the equation. And uh, the ideas of the social equality and all those things, which really come as a uh, the, as a sugar sugar coating from the side of the communists, they always tend to make any youth align towards it because her quick revolutionary, everyone wants to become a revolutionary. Still, if you put a, a Google search, I don't know whether it happens right now. You put put a thing called revolution in the Google search, you might find the closed fist in the red color or something. Revolution. So the communism had always taken the space which would define revolution, which would define a change, which would define the, the walking more towards the, the modern or the scientific temperament. Right? So it just grabs you if you are a bit off your route. And it did happen. And uh, I was completely inclined towards uh, getting into uh, the setup if I can get a chance to if, if at all I have to look at politics, so it will be definitely the communist, communist politics and nothing else. So that's a very brief premise which I have given. Yeah. So it's, this is very interesting because look, I come from a different story. We, let me be categorical. By the time I reached college, we had nothing to do in life other than watch Sachin Tendulkar. We, we would not do anything else, to be very honest. We were not politically active. The, and then we went to business schools, right? We were commerce degree. And when you do commerce degrees in India, the, <clears throat> the landscape is very different. And this is what happens. And <clears throat> I'm sorry. This is something that I've observed even in the United States of America. So the only place even in the United States of America where studies after studies have shown and, he, and the trend uh, holds in Canada too, where there is a lesser of a left-wing bias and there is a semblance of balance between left and right is only in the economics and business school departments. Only there. Everything else is actually just one political party. In the case of North America, they are 90% democratic leaning. One party. And they are only leaning to the left. That's all. It is a complete capture. And 
you know mereko architecture ka zero experience tha which is why i am you know like i thought architecture would now i know postmodern architecture exists and all those things exist in fact you know let me be very open like the only aspect of postmodernism that i have maybe enjoyed a little bit in my theoretical understanding of that subject as a nerd who loved reading it is is actually the architectural bit ki postmodern architecture mujhe thoda fascinating laga बाकी मेरे को पोस्ट मॉडर्निज्म में मेरी जिंदगी में कुछ अच्छा नहीं लगा मतलब इट हैज बीन द मोस्ट यूजलेस आइडियोलॉजी दैट आई हैव एवर कम अक्रॉस एंड एनीबॉडी हु थिंक्स यू नो दे आर समथिंग यू नो फैंटास्टिक और उन्होंने बहुत बड़ा मेजर लायोटार्ड को पढ़ के लाइफ में कुछ उखाड़ लिया है तो पता नहीं क्या उखाड़ लिया उन्होंने मुझे नहीं मालूम मगर ना आई वॉन्ट फोकस ऑन दिस यू नो यू यू ब्रीफली मैंशनड द एंटी करप्शन फेज नाउ योर चैप्टर थ्री एंड फोर ऑफ द बुक इज टोटली डेडिकेटेड Where you call the anti-corruption movement, and but मेरे को तो chapter four के बारे में बात करना है. You title it Kejriwal, my hero. Hey, hey, hey. Yeah, I can relate to this. I was one of the people who started India against corruption in 2009. But I was an open BJP member even at that time. What difference? I jumped onto the anti-corruption movement, and the moment I understood what Arvind Kejriwal is, I left it in six months. I was like, ये बंदा अपने काम का नहीं है, अपने को नहीं जमता है. But please tell about your story why wh- what attracted you to kejriwal yeah so as i said that uh, the country was going through the churn and congress uh, was completely known as a party of corruption it was understood and every youth wants a revolution as i said that revolution attracts the youth and it happens right now too so uh, when the whole paradigm was shifting uh, somehow kejriwal looked as a, a great aid of uh, anna hazare and uh, uh, that was a time when i had written the book called crossing the line so it was a work of fiction but it was again it was very much inspired from a communist idea that uh, a lot of disruption will happen and uh, some hero will come who will just change whole of a thing and uh, the protagonist of that book wanted to bring a change in education system and uh, just, uh, and also uh, bring an end to the corruption and though this book was written before all these things uh, kejriwal and all had happened but when this man came to the forefront with that uh, you know iit ias and uh, uh, he was in income tax department also i'm not very sure so uh, so yeah so when these all things came up uh, it and there were a lot of long facebook posts uh, comparing kejriwal with rahul gandhi right that uh, what is his qualifications and what those kind of things so somehow started looking into uh, kejriwal the protagonist of my book which was aditya so it all seemed that he is a change maker he will just uh, bring the thing back to what it needs to be and uh, if a common man or, or who has not seen any ups na uske upar politician na uske niche politician if he comes into it so perhaps uh, Uh, the, there will be rule of the common people, which uh, most of the communists, the the basic idea was layman communists. I would say that who just see communist uh, communism as a great revolution or a great movement, and they want to join it to bring the change. उनके लिए इस तरह के heroes काफी inspiring लगते हैं, and it happened with me. And the journey was so interesting that uh, and the architects' uh, the life was uh, architects' life was not so great back there because. Uh, again this uh, the whole communist mafia which has uh, grabbed the whole architecture setup so you know the fresher architects are paid very less and uh, and now the situation has changed a lot for the architects that uh, you know the earning portion everything is really good but uh, there was a time when architects were uh, there was a period when i heard that uh, there's a famous architect called hafiz contractor people would know his name 
and so he would pay a stipend of rupees 500000 and the fresher architects would work for 8000 bucks or some so the situation was not so i did when the amadi party was formed i did um, uh, contribute my uh, month and a half salary ki jo bhi ho jaye isko to de dena chahiye i just donated that into amadi party itni dedication was, yes absolutely i was so oh my dedicated. goodness <laughs> so uh, and uh, i just did it and i felt that uh, you know uh, i wanted to volunteer bangalore mein kafi vogue mein tha kejriwal and amadi party and uh, i did went to a lot of uh, they, they used to be certain small kind of rallies kind of thing i was part of it and i just hope that i always felt that i must meet kejriwal some day he's my hero and he's my protagonist i was about to send a copy of my book to him so a lot was happening and it certainly seemed that he just my hero and uh, yeah so uh, that 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 was uh, that is all about it briefly so you know my experience was so yeah, india against corruption mumbai i was one of the first few people who started it along with mayank gandhi and a few others mayank bhai mujhe yaad hota hai ki wo no mayank bhai would talk to arvind daily No, I, it came to a point where I was so frustrated. I was like, "Rose Arvind, say what about this?" I thought we were a separate movement. You know, we do our thing. Arvind does his own thing. And uh, irony of ironies, look where Mayank Gandhi has come all the way around today. Mayank Bhai is the biggest critic of Arvind Kejriwal uh, on planet Earth right now. And you know, I I remember those days where Mayank Bhai used to talk to Arvind literally daily, every morning on the phone, daily, every day. Mayank Bhai used to talk to him and. and man that guy has really done a number on <laughs> arvind kejriwal ka to award dena chahiye he has done a number on everyone but <clears throat> now you talk about you know i mean what do you mean i, I was a little confused by this chapter 7 why left is no more left i mean what, what exactly yeah i mean so what what does it mean to be a lefty as why is the indian left not left then So for me they were two left left means bachani so left is no no more remaining so that is how i meant about it so this chapter is all about explaining that uh, given a case study of uh, how the things uh, happens in kerala and the problems of the, the, the license system and permits and how the labors work and and i practically have seen a lot of problems uh, working on the kerala side being an architect that we face a lot of challenges there are certainly some big challenges so people are seeing the, the and um, by the time i was writing a book i was not much aware so now uh, in this last 3 years even my thoughts have evolved a lot like we all go through a lot of evolution and sure. yeah so the idea of understanding the left has changed a lot and now i have come to my own conclusion is that uh, it's very tough to categorize anything as left and right in india and uh, Uh, i am saying it with utmost uh, sincerity and i am very honest about it it's my complete personal opinion and a realized opinion uh, that it doesn't it just can't exist because the the, the idea which uh, like for example if we go into the history that kyun left aaya kyun right aaya there were many ideas which the left of then we are watching for comes into a lot of our traditions practically speaking लाइक सबके लिए कुछ करना है सॉफ्ट सोशलिज्म आज का लेफ्ट जिसके अगेंस्ट लड़ रहा है तो अगेंस्ट होम दे आर फाइटिंग इज एक्चुअली 
are the ideas which the original leftist stood for long back if we um, correlated that way so it's very uh, so it doesn't exist but certainly this chapter was more about that how uh, the idea of left or rather the communist is uh, the, the communism is slowly fading away from the minds of people and people don't see any joy subscribing to it anymore except in universities and places like that so do you think in the case of the indian left there is uh, there is no scope for originality anymore like i'll give you an example right this is how the indian left functions the indian left is basically a cut copy paste job of whatever new funda that comes out of western academia and i'll give you tangible examples to explain what i'm talking about so if it is coming down to social theories of breaking down society right now when they break down society in america these are not hard scientific theories so before somebody thinks this is not hard science social science is not hard science there is no universal application it is not like social science uses theories of evolution or evolutionary psychology or evolutionary biology to look at things they in fact hate evolution and evolutionary biology and psychology is because those things try to universalize patterns let's say you know if i was to say uh, like the, it doesn't get more anti caste or anti jati varna than me uh, let's just be on the record but i will never you know carve out hindus to be a unique case neither are they unique as in you know the british made them do it as a certain section of hindus wants to say or neither are they unique as in only they have it and everybody else got over it no hierarchies existed they are a post agricultural phenomena some places had rigidity at x time india had rigidity at y time it is only the time frame that changes now that's how i look but the left comes up with absurd theory so one of the theories that has been in vogue now in you know academia for the last few years it came up since the 70s and 80s <clears throat> in fact this theory was more of a you know the problem of nihilism that is you know inherent in postmodernism and then the frankfurt school was doing its own thing and it's like you know you know ab isko main triveni sangam to nahi bol sakta magar do 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 ja rahi thi reverse alag alag kyunki they were very critical of each other the frankfurt school and the postmodernists in their is they're very critical of each other and then they realize ki yaar hum dono ka kuch nahi ho raha to inka jo sangam aata hai usme se ek ek You know, एक एक स्ट्रीम निकली थी क्रिटिकल रेस थियरी की क्रिटिकल रेस थियरी आपको जो कहना है मैं उससे एग्री नहीं करता मेरे को ये आउटलुक ऑफ द वर्ल्ड ऑफ इंटरसेक्शनैलिटी मेरे को समझ में नहीं आता है एंड you know while on surface it looks uh, like it has merits but when you poke holes into it it actually breaks down अभी उसका कट कॉपी पेस्ट विथ नो ओरिजिनैलिटी इंडिया में ला रहे हैं और लो, अभी लोग नहीं मानेंगे नहीं है इंडिया में क्योंकि इंडियन राइट विंग ऐसा ही है झक्की है है क्रिटिकल कास्ट थियरी उन्होंने क्या किया रेस को कास्ट से बदल दिया और उन्होंने लिटरली सेम वर्ल्ड व्यू सेम एपिस्टमोलॉजी सेम फ्रेमवर्क सब कुछ सेम करके उसको ऐसे कॉपी किया पेस्ट किया और छाप दिया इधर और ये मैं जस्ट एक एग्जाम्पल के तौर पर आपको बता रहा हूं इंडिया में हर अकेडमिक थियरी हर अकेडमिक पेपर अगर आप उनकी साइटेशन चेक करोगे आप उनका थियोरेटिकल फ्रेमवर्क चेक करोगे आप उनकी बिब्लियोग्राफी चेक करोगे वो लिटरली दे आर स्टीलिंग वेस्टर्न सोशल साइंस थियोरीज दैट आर बेस्ड ऑन देयर सोसाइटल एक्सपीरियंसेस एंड दे आर मैपिंग इट ऑन इंडिया सो मेरे को हमेशा ये लगता है कि आई एक्चुअली हैव वेरी लिटिल रिस्पेक्ट फॉर इंडियन लेफ्टिस्ट 
because they are not original see my grouse with the indian left is their lack of originality my grouse with the indian left is not that they come up with bad ideas because they did not come up with bad ideas the mothership mm-hmm. is somewhere else that they are so unoriginal so when you were going through this journey did you ever not feel this thing ki yaar hum log koi bhi cheez original nahi pad rahe when you were a leftist i'm not talking about when you are what you are today but like even when you are were a leftist hey kabhi aisa lagta nahi tha yaar ye gore hi humko theory de hi ja rahe yeah so that's very interesting kushal bhai because um, uh, so i was i am very critical of complete architecture education the way it is imparted in our universities and schools right from like uh, if you go to delhi you pick spa school of planning and architecture you walk in there you talk to five people or 10 people of course you will once i put a tweet that spa is hub of so suddenly three four nationalists came and any bhai aisa nahi hota spa but i i know the reality ki so if you go and talk to the people you will find a lot of uh, wild kind of ideas why i'm saying them wild because uh, architecture is a very is a creative field where you are supposed to create you are not supposed to take an idea and just uh, impose it or kar do up so i'm just getting to the genesis of it that how it works and i i had come across these things so i took a name of lee kabuzier so this man lee kabuz today we cherish chandigarh fine uh, chandigarh as a city uh, it can be criticized it can be appreciated of course any any architecture or design project is bound to face a critical analysis it does face now Lee Kabuzier designed it in a way because uh, it's in a gridiron pattern. The major reason was that the automobiles were in the peak, and this man was very fond of automobiles, and he was so fond of speed. This was uh, so. If one reads into the the writings of Lee Kabuzier, that how he explains it, so it's very fascinating how he explains that the vehicles would be going at a certain pace and all those things. So what happened? The buildings and the plans, whatever he laid down. we're coming up very much of an idea or um, very much of as an impression of the lee kabuzier now every indian today also wants to replicate and be one of those lee kabuzier uh, everyone at least in my phase it was more like that humko lee kabuzier hi banna hai uske jaise buildings banane now same is what but his ideas were not very indic in nature if uh, you know let's say chandigarh ki if one goes into the history usse pehle the albert mayer was a architect who had given a plan it was a bit organic in shape and uh, it looked very indic and uh, uh, so it it doesn't mean that the vehicles would not go at a certain pace and there would be obstacles and city would be organized but it was more of lee kabuzier now most of the western ideas are very nihilistic in nature because it is bound to happen uh, uh uh what generally happens that where you are born irrespective of whether whatever you may like to call it but there is always a certain impact of the society and the civilizational values which have been there like uh, whatever name we may like to call it now when marx was also setting up his ideas it was more of a reflection of the the, the book of david that there is a end of a world that's why marx's idea also runs in a very linear pattern and that's how it flows now problem with the indian left which uh, i was unable to observe that time is that they also tried to replicate first of all marx and other people just replicated the ideas laid down by the founding fathers of the enlightenment movement and the whole ideas then just further evolved and came to be known as something else yes of course they were refined to a great extent and there were much more things into it but our indian 
if you have to work on it, you need first need to go into understanding that what the civilizational value is or what it is about if you want to present anything in context of the Indian values. Now, here the left uh, the, the leftism was all about either you subscribe to the idea of China or USSR. Till the time it was really fragmented and everything then further got aligned to the idea of China. And then while you are aligning with the China, the literature, what is being subscribed is more on based on the cultural Marxism, Gramsci onwards, which is postmodernism, which is also wokeism to a great extent. Because what it is doing, I say, uh, what left does is that they want the employee against the employer. They want a student against the teacher. They want the uh, team A against the team B. Because this whole equation fails if there is no not a class struggle. And in this class is a constant wherein you can replace it with anything else. So they just bring it just to justify an equation which was laid down by Karl Marx and the founding fathers of the Marxism or, or the, the communism per se. And uh, so that's why they the moment they go into anything which is not Western, the equation will fail. They will not fail, fail to become what is destined to become that is communist. It will just, these ideas cannot exist. So they keep on doing it. And I did come across, I saw it in my own architecture education. There's a whole lot of copy pasting of the ideas what West has led. That's why, you know, we know nothing about the temple architecture, right? The temple, it's not a place of worship, but a lot of enormous amount of science and rational which goes into it. It was a whole ecosystem in itself. So we are not taught about it because we are hell-bent to copy the, 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 the ideas of the buildings and the urban setup of the West and that just is degrading our quality of work and it happens in all the profession and communists are no different. Okay, so if there was a specific incident in your life, uh, look, everybody has a tipping point and I'll share mine with you. Like I was never a left finger. I'll be very clear. But when did I have my consciousness risen as a Hindu? That you know, everybody has those moments in their life when they realize. So I had two specific moments. The first was obviously the Ram Janmabhoomi moment. And I was a young kid, 11, 12 year old. When I had my first moment as there is something like a Hindu identity now. It was a very novice thing. And then I became your regular kid who watches cricket, plays cricket, does things in life. gets a... The second time when I had a specific jolt and I realized my uh, my emptiness and I started exploring my identity was actually when I left India. When I left India and I came to Canada to get further education, that's when I, you know, my my identity of what the other perceives me to be, point number one, I did not know who I was, but the other had an idea of what I'm supposed to be for them. You know, everybody has those caricatures and stereotypes. That's what led me to go from point A to point B. Now, you obviously were raised to be a left-leaning Marxist in innocent. Now, what was your tipping point? What led you change? Like, was there a moment specifically there? Like, yeah, ye to matlab iska to koi samajh mein nahi aara, kya ho ye kya bol rahe? So, what what led you to? What pushed you on the other side or the dark side, as the left would call it? Yeah, so again, it was uh, thanks to architecture, I must say, because one crucial point was that I was on a, uh, this is the final point. So I will pick this one, which really brought the complete transformation. So uh, I had this imagery of uh, the, the monks and the, the 
sadhus and the rishis and everyone that they are just some bunch of fools and kuch nahi aata unko they are superstitious people that's a, a saffron was a sign of uh, superstition to me if i be very honest and uh, so it was a, a study trip to ajanta and elora caves and uh, first i went to elora along with uh, the students i was uh, teaching in a college that time as a a uh, studio assistant so uh, in a design studio so i had to because i had just for been there as a mentor so and the elora again the ginormous scale of the kailasha temple just uh, i was astonished and it was like oh my god because all my life in the third i would remember in the fourth semester i had just drawn the sketch of elora uh, the, the kailasha temple for 10 odd marks nothing more i knew nothing more than that for that but when i looked at it the scale the quality the detail like photography said that god lies in detail and i was looking at the crazy detail there and i just couldn't figure out how it's built because there were a lot of there's a lot of theories even about it but again that was still not the point when i further went into the ajanta caves and uh, the ajanta caves have a very different kind of section section means uh if you cut any object and then when you like to look at it that is a section so uh, so uh, so in terms of section if you look at anjanta caves you enter you step down there is a big depression and then you see a lot of paintings around done into it now i was curious because um, uh in the dark space we are uh, just seeing the painting torch using torch and all and the medium of those paintings were the organic colors right and because there, there were no chemical colors that time it was just organic colors which people used to do the painting and the paintings were done by the monks and um, there was no light so i was curious that how did they make such a detailed paintings right that uh, this amazingly detailed if i'm sure that many people would have been to ajanta caves and the amount of detail which are there in painting is just magnificent so i couldn't understand i asked the guide he had no answers so uh, that how did they do the painting and then i went to professor deshpande he's a he was a architect of that place itself and he was a professor too so in the evening banter i asked in that uh, sir could you please enlighten me that how the painting were made and he just said me guess 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 but i couldn't then he said that uh, you must have observed something that when you enter the cave you there ditches so basically you step down so uh, then i asked that uh, yeah I, i saw it so but what uh, so what has that to do with the painting they said that now think again but i couldn't so then he said that uh, you know those guys were using the so called snail slough snail slough of reflection so like oh, so do, do you mean that they stored water in this and because it's facing the south the sun rays go incident karwa kar some ways like that and the, by the process of reflection because this is at an angle enormous amount of light was generated and that's how they did the painting because had they used fire the carbon would have spoiled the cave, the organic colors the, the painting wouldn't have exist so that was a baffling point for me and uh, i was like wow because i thought them to be superstitious people and here someone is telling me that they are using the so called uh, laws of reflection to generate the light to do the paintings i i was flabbergasted and uh, i that was a point and uh, when i went back uh, there's a, there used to be a small stall of asi uh, at the entry so i collected few books to know more about the place and 
the the ASI books had certain footnotes uh, which started driving you back to our own literature that i got curious to know more of a science of our past and um, the things like that i came across a lot of obnoxious things as well because there are a lot of blogs which will talk about a lot of things that we had everything but of course we didn't have everything we all know should know about it but definitely indian civilization or the bharatiya civilization had a lot for the science and technology so here was a guy who had rejected the idea of uh, subscribing to the idea of hinduism because i thought to be superstition because i was not given a rational now the rationals were pouring in in abundance a lot of reasons i am reading about aryabhat i am reading about uh, how the atomic theories were being perceived and what vedanta vedanta is there's a lot of things which were just a lot of materials were there and that started changing me and uh, of course there was a whole analysis of the hindutva that what it means what is the role of rss i joined the rss shakha in bangalore to understand that how shakha works because mai wo insaan hu jo tab tak mai dekhunga nahi i will not understand it i will not conclude that that's really the way it is i believe in the salt analysis ka process i applied uh, you take a problem you observe you experiment and then you infer i did it with rss shakha and this going to shakha was a very different experience my perspective to so lot of things started changing but guess that was a tipping point all right fair enough but if somebody might come back to you and say are theek hai aapko abhi tak aapne sirf matlab aapne pustak ke discussion mein sirf bataya ki left mein kya khamiyan hai that still doesn't make me become a why modi again voter or a modi supporter so i know you have given matlab 65% of the book is you charting out different reasons why you believe modi has had specific wins and this is why modi again but obviously we can't go through the entire thing and i want people to read the book but if somebody was to come back to you because i want to leave the last 10 minutes uh, about something you have written recently and i'm so happy tumhe bhi galiyan padi uske liye so main tumhe aur galiyan padwana chahta hu wo last mein karenge magar fir bhi if somebody came back to you but that still doesn't make the case for why modi again so what is that yeah. that case then so for me one thing two three things was very important that uh, modi certainly had uh, the, that was a period i had not voted for modi in 14 uh, that's a very clear case though this uh, enlightenment uh, so called enlightenment had worked to me in 2013 but still i was not very sure about modi but uh, the whole tenure of 14 to 17 till the 17 was so exciting for me because i was seeing something in india which uh, in my thorough reading because i was reading a lot after this ajanta episode and of course i was reading in the past also that uh, when i read marx and other people so it was not that i was not reading so i did a lot of reading i read a lot about india and all in the past uh, of india for the 70 odd years or something like that uh, 65 years nothing much had happened and it was a very thrilling experience the way we were dealing with our local threats when i say local threats the local neighbors especially pakistan that time it was very different no one had done it before uh, the way the whole digitization had happened because uh, i i am uh, not that back into the generation but i certainly come from hazaribagh a very small town where i still did my matriculation preparation in a lalten lalten jalana padta tha because ek din mein 3 ghante bijli hoti thi i used to go and stand in the queue for the kerosene Uh, and I have seen that pain. So the way uh, journey bank things were so problematic and how the things started changing just through SMS you can. So there were a lot of things, a lot of exciting things which is just turning up. 
and um, the whole experience of those five years were good enough for me to come up with. And what had actually happened, uh, Kushan, that uh, I had left writing. So there's a very, uh, in 2015, I had written a book and that was about um, uh, the mysteries of the Ajanta Caves and a lot uh, about the Indian traditions. And it was a work of fiction. And uh, I will name the literary agents sometime, maybe in a, after a year or something when this book comes up, it's shaping again, it's uh, going to publish. So that literary agent had taken up the book and um, uh, she rejected the book when the, the, the award wapsi happened. I got a, a thing that uh, things don't match. So we will not like to take your book. So then I saw the real face of the intolerance of uh, the left because I was not a big guy, just a small guy, but that was enough for me to really understand that what's wrong with them. And then the, in 2018 or something, I had seen a, a whole thing of uh, the, a Facebook post was there about why not to vote for Modi, uh, 20 reasons or something. It was circulating in 2018. So one of my colleagues uh, said that uh, because I had gone through the transformation, I was become a very pro Modi person, but I left writing. They said that, can you just come up with a opinion, a points of your own experience that you know, so I collected all those things in a Twitter thread. It became very popular. And then everyone said that, write a book. So maybe that, uh, and that's how even the book materialized. And it came out in record time of three months. Uh, Garuda is a fantastic job of bringing it. Fair enough. So you obviously, in your book, you know, you talk about uh, very specific things. Like you talk about Ayodhya. Yeah. You touch upon Ambedkar. You talk about the surgical strikes. You talk about... Yeah. Gujarat, uh, yeah, yeah. but okay, let me maybe talk about Modi-nomics then, because you call it Modi-nomics, and, and I'm going to use a question asked by a, a viewer, right viewer right now, and I'm going to uh, ask this question is, somebody asked this question, because you have a chapter on Modi-nomics, so it's only fair I ask you that viewer's question. Uh, so the person has asked this question about uh, it was something to do that ki, is it not a fact that the economy grew faster, pulled more people out of poverty during the UPA years? This Islamic did Islamic terrorism not increase in JNK during NDA years? Then why do you support Modi? See, as far as the uh, terrorism is concerned, I hate, uh, so there can be different ways to look at it that whether it's increased or not. And uh, from in my opinion, the Islamic terrorism is something which cannot be fought the way we have been fighting or perhaps uh, it's very tough to really analyze and judge that how it can be fought because it has a, got a very different kind of nature. And uh, to really put it upon uh, any government of the day it is not because there are people who are ready to become a suicide bomber. There are people who are up there too, because there's a whole concept that how it works, that if you do this, that something is there, that even if you are going to die. So the whole idea works in a very different model, that people are so inspired to do those stuff. So, uh, and the supposition will keep on increasing. But the steps which were taken, like, for example, 370 was a very brave step, very bold step. Though I'm still curious to that why CA is not being implemented uh, and for the full-fledged ways and uh, the aspects like that. I really want it to be there. But certainly 370 was a very uh, very positive step and very big step. It's not a positive would be a bit, uh, a bit too small word to 
for it. And then the way we had events Pulwama, and there were a lot of things, right? That you send out certain message to the, the, the neighbor. And the way we have dealt with China is uh, recently is really amazing. And uh, if one goes into detail of it, he can get one can get that how we have dealt with China. So perhaps um, if one looks into the past that whenever we had a skirmish with these countries, so you have to compare apple with uh, apple with apple. You're not supposed to pick oranges with the apple. That when we were having the skirmish with China, then what was our actions in the past? What are the actions right now? How we were dealing with the Kashmir policies for very long, even till the Vajpayee time, and how it really changed um, in due course of time. So that has been there. And uh, as far as the economics is concerned, uh, one needs to relate everything with the global context too, because if, if we try to read economics just in the local terms, and perhaps it can satisfy our own consideration that middle class ka kuch nahi ho raha hai, ya fir, you know, the problem But once you start looking at the whole global context, it all starts making sense that why suddenly the things didn't work in a way right way, though it was working much more better in UPA for some of the places. Okay, in fact, I'm going to answer this question to on the economy bit. I did a detailed discussion with Harsh Madhu Susan Gupta, and Harsh actually gets into detail on explaining how the UPA years were basically riding on the bogey of the NDA policies of Vajpayee. And they basically, then UPA 1 was doing everything, having fun there. And then UPA 2, the economy starts to taper off, and the bad decisions of UPA 2 have to be cleansed again by Modi 1 and then Modi 2. Uh, uh, put puts it forward. Is it ideal? No, I don't believe uh, Modi's economic policies are ideal and I'll be the first one to say that. But doesn't mean that UPA was better. That's point number one. As far as national security is concerned, it depends on how you break it down. National security can be broken down in internal security and external security. As far as external security is concerned, I think the NDA's record is like 1000 times better than the UPA and you can objectively map that. Now in internal security, which parameter are you going to judge? NDA on. Now, if the parameter is going to be uh, agitations, then definitely you will have, you know, you will have to compare how many ag agitations happened under NDA, how many agitations happened under UPA. And people see the problem with the brain is it always lays with recency bias. Now, the recency bias will come. You look at Shaheenbag, you'll come at the farmers' protest. But then the UPA had uh, Kejriwal's protest, the Baba Ramdev protest. Kejriwal uh, ka protest, Baba Ramdev ka protest. I don't know how many remember the Gujar reservation thing. Uh, then you had the Jat reservation thing. So if you uh, if you want to do, do an objective analysis. Now in terms of one more caveat you can add is how many terror attacks have happened and how many riots have happened under UPA vis-a-vis -vis NDA. Now that is another matrix that you can compare it with. And another sub matrix in that or sub variable in that you can add is how many lives have been lost. And, and I urge everyone to do it and share with uh, share the data with me. I think Shamika Ravi had done some parts of the some parts of uh, the analysis where they were looking at rape statistics in India. Uh, if I remember correctly, uh, Shamika Ravi had even shared a chart uh, uh, using the NSA data, yes. Uh, so incidents of rape, uh, rape reportage and data. If uh, if people want, I can I will even share the screen uh, for 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 my viewers. Uh, you know, uh, I remember this because I follow Shamika very well. So this is the incidence of the rape reportage in India. This is what has happened. 
this this is the trend i'm showing you i have not uh, done anything extraordinary here i'm literally quoting this is uh, the national crime bureau records bureau ministry of home affairs government of india this is uh, the source and uh, they even had uh, broken down it uh, even further and so i'm just sharing data with you so if the to so my request to the person because the question was asked in all earnestness there was no intention to you know do a gotcha kind of a thing so here's my earnest answer to you if th this is how you look at these things as far as economics is concerned i will urge you can go and follow what harsh madhusudan gupta and rajiv mantri have said and as far as this question is concerned i have tried to answer it in the best way possible too now i want to go to something before i start taking other questions is you have written this uh, you know opinion piece on the 29th of july which was in news 18 theek hai aur wahan pe abhas aapne likha unfortunately no politician in india vouches for absolute free speech and here's why now uh first of all i am glad to know that there is one more member in the free speech club because you know it's a very small club in india where uh, uh, a few of us and ironically all of us are in what is called the non left left to hai any free speech ke liye india mein i don't know any free speech supporters on the left in india hoenge many bol raha hu zero hai hoenge but jo most vocal free speech advocates एटलीस्ट ऑन सोशल मीडिया एंड मेन स्ट्रीम मीडिया प्लेटफॉर्म पे है जो आज की डेट में या जो यूट्यूब पे बोलते हैं या नेशनल टेलीविजन पे जाके बोलते हैं या किधर भी जाके बोलते हैं वो सारे नॉन लेफ्ट के लोग हैं जो एक्चुअली बार बार आते हैं और रोते रहते हैं फ्री स्पीच के बारे में सो इन इन आर्टिकल यू यू एक्चुअली यू से दिस IPC sections 95 124a 153a 153b 292 293 and 295a were introduced by the british to curtail the freedom of expression only to be further turned draconian by the congress regime of these 295a is very interesting now tell me how the how in this living world did you get attracted to this whole free speech issue ye kahan se aa gaya dimag mein so uh, i was always uh, like right, uh, when i said that the day i enter the architecture school that's uh, insect of free speech had got into me and uh, it's all it has been there with me and i'm glad that it's there so uh, uh, so the, so the whole point which i always understood is that if the ideas are not debated if the ideas are not led to be discussed with you cannot ever come to a conclusion to analyze or understand that what's wrong with the idea or what's right with an idea however the right may the idea be but it need to be debated however wrong the idea may be but it needs to be debated the moment you put uh, boom barriers in front of it ki you just can't cross and you know this is your limit that's where all the kind of uh, extra judicial things which will just start popping in that's a, a starting point of it and uh, had it not been the free speech that perhaps i won't have been able to inquire more into my own civilizational values so it was more because of free speech and uh, the more i rejected them the more i later got attracted to it because uh, you know i was getting the rationals i was get, i was debating it so i was not uh, going into the, the the our traditional ideas because i never found the rational reasons i never found the appropriate way that uh, how it went work now while i was going all through uh, the, the, with all the things happening because i was not analyzing that uh, whether what's wrong with 295a or something but suddenly when at least in past 6 months or so we all have come across this word so many times and 
of course i was aware that what 295a means and uh, but i was not so curious to analyze it but then i thought that uh, what 295a basically does is that uh, it gives two kinds of weapons to the other side which is too radical in nature so this is also gonna put you under the bus and of course what follows and the other things they are always going to be there they are never going to be out of the brackets now uh, the situation in india is as such that in my opinion that uh, because it it is a very diverse land and when i say diversity i am very categorically saying this diversity is not about religions which i am talking about but about the various kind of puns various sampradayas which always because of different geography and that's why you had different so uh, they all existed they coexist the astic and nastic have been coexisting so had there been the case of that much of blasphemous idea i i cannot vouch that i know all of it but had it been that they won't have at least one would have existed one would have ceased to exist we have seen it in happening in the parts of the world so why india would have been an exception in fact nalanda was the place nalanda university where both astic studies and nastic studies happened coexisted together and if we start using 295a so frequently uh, which is going to happen because the the nature of the animal is as such that now the, the, the hindus have been so frustrated they will use it because the situation is the way it is so there might come a situation where maybe down the 5 years or 6 years this was my personal opinion analysis that there's so much of diversity that kal ko ek buddhist ki baat shayad jain ko buri lag sakti hai ek jain ki baat shayad ek एक लिंगायत की बात शायद आर्य समाज को पूरी लग सकती है एंड देर कैन बी सो मेनी सच थिंग एंड देर कैन बी सो मेनी केसेज ऑफ टू नाइनटी फाइव एच माइट जस्ट कम इट जस्ट अस्ट अपोजिशन आई नॉट सींगलवेजी i was looking into a lot of historicity and this but i have stopped it because you know i know that there is a 295a which is gonna stop even the academic pursuit of the subject so uh, so it's uh, so I, i completely stand for the absolute free speech and uh, i do see that none of the politician will ever come to take a stand on it to galiyan jab padhi thi hinduon se twitter pe to acha laga tha ki nahi laga tha that was okay because uh, it was mostly in the dm so i was quite but uh, there was a lot of people who in fact found it very exciting but uh, as a galika part it came in the dm i just uh, unread me wo pade rah gaye i never read it wo bhare hue so but i i but very i have a message for people that it's very important that we analyze that we have so we are so eager to speak out hum bahut jaldi bolna aur react karna chahte hain we have lost this art ki okay fine usne ye bola so let's analyze ki i'm just giving a case at what would go wrong with us uh, the state needs to i certainly say that yes state should take necessary step steps to make those people calling for extra judicial uh, judicial treatments as equal as the murderous people so something like that needs to be done state really needs to come in because 295a is definitely not a solution because when they are standing with ak47 you can't take a diwali wala pataka and say that hey mai isse aapse lad lunga it cannot happen the nature of the beast is something different 295a can never be your savior it rather will close all the discourse of how our civilization with the debates always existed 
you you will not find me debating you on that i am always going to be supporting you on that okay so some uh, someone has asked this question as you were an ex communist they say please ask abhas ji books to read on communist thought and history so uh, i will certainly uh, it's very important that uh, you know you start reading the das capital because it's very important i'm sure the kushal uh, you have read it kushal bhai right so you start with the das capital and read the works of lenin and because of, uh, of the, what lenin writes uh, gives up a very strong very important cases that uh, it's thought that you know the communists are very pro science then you will find that lenin was on to ban the quantum physics i don't know whether many people know about it or not stalin was not very pro to create atom bomb because uh, uh, atom bomb required the quantum physics and quantum physics was not going in line with the kind of physics what these guys wanted to practice so the works of lenin are very important and uh, certainly you should read the writings on of gramsci about uh, the, the, the 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 cultural marxism Uh, it will give you that uh, the whole idea that uh, it said that the powerful one creates the the whole historical setup and that's how the world exists uh, so this uh, founder structure superstructure all those things will come from the work of gramsci so gramsci marx lenin uh, I, i would recommend as a starter people must pick it up yeah i i i agree with you on that one uh somebody has just made a comment they say i did my degree in architecture arctic architecture is basically functional art like no 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 pata nahi kya hota no how hoga artists generally inclined to uh left liberal ideas um so yeah mm. okay so somebody has uh, also uh, you know they they keep on saying uh, that the standard thing about bjp is that and i'm just trying to summarize many comments who were critical of the bjp is they say they have been pathetic when it comes to this thing kya bolte hain handling of uh, i know you're not a bjp spokesperson but kya kare your book is saying why you vote for modi so you have to take these questions whether you like it or not tumne hai book likhi <laughs> so so they keep you know Uh, it's almost as if the government has been involved in and i am a bjp voter i have never hidden it like mai abhi bhi bjp ko hi vote karne wala hu but you know the government has been you know it's become a past master in going from one train wreck to the other so the first train wreck was shine bag as if shine bag was not enough then then they, you have the farmers protest and the way the farmers protest was handled by the government of india you know i don't know what what to say about about that but well, what do you make of the government overall handling of all these things so you know i wrote this book in 2019 i know based on 14 to 19 i know i know i know i know yeah. so the which so my follow up was going to be have you nuanced your position yeah so uh, uh, see uh, 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 i will be very honest that uh, i am not a nota person and my vote still goes to bjp i am very clear about it mera bhi by the way mera bhi by the way yeah so a uh, two votes i have for bjp directly straight away so uh, i am certainly for bjp because uh, the reason being that agar isko bahut hi unnuanced way bola jaye to yes bhai aapke paas option nahi hai either if you stand even a bit for uh, the, the, the civilizational values a thoda sa bhi i and i i am very clear that i was very agitated when west bengal happened right i was not in my right senses i felt because my colleague uh, named kaushik das he lives uh, 
uh, he's well, he's just uh, he's from bengal and uh, he was telling the whole horrific stories that wahan pe kya chal raha hai he could see in front of his house and uh, the incidents of bengal in fact made one of my uh, communist junior from bengal in, come into the fold to support bjp so uh, I, I, they were he was so sympathetic to what is happening to the bjp bjp karyakartas and the thing so i am very clear about it i was very agitated the way the shahin bag was handled in fact that's true it was so somehow at the domestic forefront when it comes to the domestic for, forefront security the state has not done enough and in fact as i said that the people asking for extra judicial treatment should be given the test of the acerbic medicine the more acerbic it is the better it is but somehow state has not done it i am no doubt about it but uh, yeah uh, i do understand that uh, i have a feeling that perhaps a lot of messages is not reaching in the right order to the whole the, the dispor of the bjp the whole the right message is not reaching to the so at times yes it's good keep on agitating keep on trying to send the right message in the right spirit because aapko aise likhna chahiye ki log padhe it shouldn't be so outrageous ki you know at times no one even wants to read about it because at times people may just care enough ki nahi sach mein maybe that there is something wrong and there's some need of churn inside the bjp right so yeah yeah but wo kehte hai na ki what do you make of this entire i mean mai to seedha bolta hu there is this entire now it has become a proper uh, industry now of bashing bjp and rss rss ko bhi saath mein ek aise passing punch mil jata hai har time aisa hota hai teen gali bjp ko hoti hai fir rss aata hai usko ek punch milta hai fir wo log aage chale jate hain now i'm not talking about the left doing it left to ye karta hi hai magar now it has become a proper you know subah utho बीजेपी को चार गाली दो फिर पांचवी गाली आरएसएस को दो अपना नाइन टू फाइव जॉब करो फिर वापस आओ रात को देखो क्या हुआ फिर चार गाली बीजेपी को दो पांचवी गाली आरएसएस को दो फर्स्ट ऑफ ऑल आपको पूरा गाली देने का हक है मुझे कोई प्रॉब्लम नहीं उससे मेरा फ्री स्पीच आपके लिए भी का सपोर्ट आपके गालियों के लिए भी है मेरा पॉइंट ये है कि उसमें से कितनी अगर हम जो बीजेपी की कंटेंट की बीजेपी के नॉन लेफ्ट की अब्यूजर्स के कंटेंट लैंडस्केप को एनालाइज करें जो मैं करता हूं बहुत सीरियसली उसमें कुछ लोग हैं जिनके क्रिटिसिज्म बहुत अच्छे होते हैं आनंद इज वन ऑफ देम आनंद के क्रिटिसिज्म बीजेपी के अच्छे होते हैं आनंद इज वेरी फेयर इन हिज क्रिटिसिज्म बिकॉज ही ही स्टैंड अप फॉर द बीजेपी वेरी डज एंड आनंद इज नोटा विच इज वेरी इंटरेस्टिंग आनंद इज नॉट इवन अ बीजेपी वोटर बट ही इज इन द नॉन लेफ्ट लैंडस्केप and there are many others but there is also a, a huge industry now and i use the word industry with full responsibility which is now developed ki bhaiya aapko agar social media pe clip clicks chahiye na to congress ko gali dena abhi thoda passe ho gaya hai kind of sense mein clicks nahi milte hain congress people are kind of convinced ki congress is useless aur uske abhi clicks nahi generate ho rahe to abhi chalo hum bjp ko gali dete hain have you come across something like this or am i the only one who's feeling like this no i i have come across that thing and uh, i i'm very honest about it because i look at the thing from a very objective point of view and for me it is always like that you know i need rational i need solution i am not a guy who will you know spend even the time on the social media just keep i have to be on social media 
so when that happens uh, i would see that there would be certain thing there would be a, a lot of criticism of rss lot of criticism of bjp many times based on lot of uh, uh, fake blogs uh, yeah there are blogs which are written with a certain history of rss but there would be multiple things there they are there so that would be used then uh, i would just uh, because being a history bug i just get into it and i try to get uh, the fact of it i'll find that many times the things are not in the right order forget the right spirit the right order as in it's not correct it's a completely a false kind of information the context is completely forgotten so uh and those kind of tweets those kinds of uh, the narratives are flooded it's all there right there but uh, i will certainly recommend everyone please read the works of ratan sharda ji it's very important i consider it very important because uh it is it is important to understand that what rss is exactly doing what it stands for what are its values uh, because if rss is my subject or the subject of experiment i need to observe it i need to experiment around it like i went to the shakha to see that how the things are then you infer but here everyone is as i said ki har kisi ko bolne mein itna everyone is so eager to speak out immediately everyone wants to respond ki if you didn't reply then you know you will lose a point that wo point aapka chala jayega ek pe ek ek pe ek wo chalta rehta hai but perhaps that is what is making people go around it maybe that if they find certain subject ki yahan pe rss ne koi galti kari thi aisa nahi hai ki rss ne har kuch acha kiya ya har kuch there would be mistake because mistake is bound to happen from yeah, a political party i'll point out something that i disagree with rss on their economic policy they're yeah, very socialist yeah. and i don't yeah. agree with them but it's okay yeah, yeah. so so there there can be cases but there has to be a genuine criticism there has to be a certain thing where you need to look jaise aapke you have your own organization you have a having a problem but you criticize it to make it better uh, you uh, you you do it to have a better not exactly ecosystem but better institution you just don't do it to you know because i am a critic i am a political analyst and those things don't help in the uh, realist world yeah see as if the criticism is on a specific policy discussion it is always welcome but it's never on a policy it is always on wavy things ki airy fairy ideas it is you just have to like molana modi jibes and stuff like that it doesn't help look nobody is forcing you to vote for the bjp and rss point number 1 point number 2 if rss does not even fight a election RSS is a social organization that does social work and they are happy doing the social work in fact RSS has severe disagreements with the BJP anybody who meets people of the RSS you know uh, abbas has used the name of ratan sharda ji you should maybe go and check out his youtube channel on how much he criticizes the BJP <laughs> yeah. yeah you should actually do that for a change kabhi kabhi galti se honest analysis bhi kar diya logo which is my whole point that you know there has to be a balance but it's okay So before we wrap things up uh, Abbas just one last question to you any new projects that you are working on maybe you cannot discuss them in detail but you can tell us ki we can look forward to or something of that sort Yeah one is definitely a book uh, which is on Gandhi assassination so that's there in progress at the publisher desk and uh, uh, still uh, we are working out on the contracts and all that's in process 
then there is a so that book has got all background there is no uh, appreciation or uh, vilification of uh, nathuram godse or anything when i say when you say gandhi assassination har kisi ka godse se kahani shuru hota hai but it's not about that it's more about the whole political background and how why gandhi was led to be killed and more on that line so that's there and uh, then there is a ginormous project of six books i have thought six book it may increase also on uh, the moguls whom we call as moguls who actually are the timurid gurkhania they hated moguls by the way if you read rama babar uh, is abusing moguls come whole throughout because there are different people right so uh, that's one of the project and the pre order for it will begin any time soon i'm expecting in a month time or so so that's there and one of the project uh, has almost materialized through as a film in terms of the concept the for which we would begin the shooting and all uh, in the month of december or so, so what we have targeted so far so we'll reveal the subject of it also anytime soon but yeah again it's very much based on the historical facts awesome awesome you know i i'm i'm happy to see so many new authors popping up uh, in the non left indian landscape and and i i wish you all the best and all the success to you and uh, i hope you keep churning out books and you know some of them get picked up as movies and then eventually you know uh, you you do larger and bigger things in life so abash thanks a lot for coming and uh, i wish you all the success and happiness thank you kushal bhai all my pleasure all right guys we'll wrap today's discussion up but before we wrap it up once again in the description of the podcast doesn't matter if you're watching this on youtube or you're listening to it on spotify and itunes you have two links over there one is the link to buy abhas's book you can go and buy the book over there it's an interesting book where he he has an honest narration of his own journey and why his mind changed and you can agree with him you can disagree with him but you'll only agree or disagree once you buy the book and read it so do that also you can follow him on twitter so i have left his twitter handle there in the description of the podcast as far as i'm concerned you know the drill you can please uh, you can subscribe to the charvak podcast youtube channel or you can leave uh, you know you can also subscribe on spotify itunes leave a review over there apparently those things also help or you can support me by becoming a member on the youtube channel or you can become a member on patreon or you can buy the charvak podcast merch or send your donations through upi i will see you guys next time until then namaste take care bye bye